As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe and also share because it does help this channel grow. Also, if you'd like to support the hard work of this channel, you can do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. Hey guys, we have the full worm moon at 27 degrees of Virgo occurring on March 18th at 12.17 a.m. Pacific. That would be 3.17 a.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. So this full moon, it happens to be called a worm moon and it's called a worm moon because this is a time where, you know, you start to see signs of spring springing up in certain parts of the world. I mean, if you're in a very cold weather city, that may not be the case, but at this point in time, as we get to the middle of March, you start seeing signs of spring and signs of spring would be, you know, those earthworms that are popping up from the soil, especially as it gets rainy and, you know, they're starting to come out the ground. That was always a sign for the ancients and native tribes that spring was approaching. Spiritually, this could be a time where you're feeling as though you're ready to emerge. You're ready to start something fresh, although this is a full moon. This could be a period, full moons, we generally don't start something fresh. We look at what we've created, but this could be a period where you're ready to release something. Thing. You're ready to emerge at this point. It's almost kind of like coming out of a deep hibernation, coming out of stagnation. And this could be a period where you're ready to get things moving and going for yourself once again and start fresh. So the vibes for this moon have been interesting to look at because again, there's some harder energies going on during this alignment for full moon for a full moon. We do have emotional sensitivity that's going to be going on from the 18th to the 20th and it will be peaking out on the 19th. So you could feel edgier than normal. I mean, this is a little bit of an edgier new moon, full moon. And so you can feel easily agitated more than usual with this lunation. There's also some solitude energy that's popping up on the graph as well, mostly on the 19th. So with all the aggravations that's going on over the next couple of days, you could just feel like you need some space and time to yourself and just time to reflect and think about what you're doing, where you're headed and some of the situations in your life, your social life and relationships, because this is intersecting social energy and this is also intersecting the romantic energy. So this could be a period where you're looking at your relationships and if you need to stay or go or you need to figure out some sort of other game plan for yourself with some of these relationships. And there is psychic energy that's mixed in with that as well. So, you know, with the emotional sensitivity, anytime I see psychic energy with emotional sensitivity and solitude, yeah, you could be having intuitive downloads and it's very possible with all this Piscean energy. I mean, we've got big Pisces energy going on right now, but this could be a period where you're just picking up on energies that are uncomfortable or off kilter because of their vibes as well so you just you want to do the best you can to protect your energy during this lunation so yeah full moons are about cycles of completion this is the peak of the lunar cycle so we look at what we've created six months ago when we had the new moon in virgo which happened around september 6th of 2021 and we see how far we've came in this energy what we need to tweak what we're ready to launch and what needs to go in our lives in Virgo energy, we look at the things that we need to perfect in our life, where we need to become more polished, where we need to create better habits for ourselves, and how we can be of service to others. Um, this energy in itself can definitely feel like it's not one of the most fun energies because, you know, we all want the glitz and glamour, but in Virgo energy, we don't get that. We get practicality within this energy. So you have to look at where you might've looked, where you can become practical in your life because this is what this energy is all about. Maybe I'm a weird Aries, but I personally love Virgo energy because sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need to get your shit together and get your life in order. And sometimes 
sometimes you need that extra push. So I really appreciate that energy for getting things done. I get so much accomplished during big Virgo times and Virgo season. But if you started something in Virgo six months ago, where are you with that energy? Have you learned to be more refined in your life? In other words, have you learned how to polish the areas of your life that might have been a bit rough or out of order in some sort of way? That basically just required your attention so that way you can make them better and improve them in some sort of way. Speaking of improvement, have you been doubling down on self-improvement during this time? Virgo is all about self-improvement. It is all about making ourselves better. So has there been some sort of self-improvement modality that you've taken up during that time to better yourself in some sort of way? And this could be self-improvement on all levels. It could be for your health. It could be for your career. It could be for your mindset. It could be self-improvement when it comes down to how you make how you create relationships in your life. In other words, how you make friends, how you network, how you attract partners, or how you are in relation love life relationships, romantic relationships. It could be self-improvement across the board. It's such a big umbrella. But if you've been doing that and working on yourself in some sort of way, so that way you can get to this point where you're feeling as though you're stable and ready to tackle whatever challenges you might have had this is going to be the perfect place to look at if it needs to be tweaked, if you need to go forward, or you need to find some other self-improvement modality to help yourself. And with this improvement, I mean, have you established a new routine in your life, a healthier routine, a routine that really gets you going? It's good to have routine. And I know that some people, you know, they don't want to get stuck in that rut and they would rather be spontaneous. But if you're trying to build something in your life and you're trying to create something in your life, having a healthy routine is going to be everything. It is going to be the building blocks for what you need to be successful in your life in any sort of way. Routines don't happen overnight. So have you created some sort of habit around that or created healthier habits for yourself? Because it starts with a habit. You have to create a habit in order to get into those types of routines. So whatever that habit might be for you, whether it might be a fitness regimen, something to do with your eating style, committing yourself to painting more, like creating a painting habit and such. Some people are artists and creative types, and this could be a writing habit as well. Those things don't happen overnight. Those things are created. And so if you're creating some sort of habit and routine around that so that way you push out your creative content then this could have been a place where you're looking at if that needs to be tweaked if that routine is working for you or if you need to find something else that's going to work around you as a whole and even in creating that habit and creating that routine it helps you become more of a specialist in your field so with that have you worked towards becoming an expert in your field during this time because Virgo is where we find our expertise this is why Virgo is so precise It is about the things that we niche down so that way we can become an expert in that field. So you focus your area on maybe one or two specific things, sometimes three, and you get better at that and you become polished at that, you become refined at that. And so if you've been trying to create some sort of career around that and become an expert in your field in some sort of way, or you know, it could be school as well, it could be for other reasons where you're trying to become more expertise in something, this could have been a place where you started and you're looking to see if you need more time to narrow that down, or you know, you're at a place where it's just kind of like, okay, you know what, maybe that may not be the field for me, maybe I need to find something else that I really enjoy. Because this really is about focusing your energy on the right things for you that you are are feeling rewarded in doing. 
One of the things with Virgo energy too is we have to look at where we're trying to be too perfect and over improve certain things. So if you've been working on perfectionistic issues since this point in time, are you getting better? Are you improving on it? Are you learning how to just try to let your hair down, relax a little bit and not be so hard on yourself, not so judgy on yourself? Where Everyone makes mistakes. We all make mistakes. And sometimes, unfortunately, there are people out there that beat themselves up for making those mistakes, for being human. So hopefully this has been a time period where you've cut yourself some slack and learned that, you know, it's okay to make a little bit of a mistake every once in a while without being so hard on yourself. So cut yourself some slack if things aren't going exactly the way you want to and know that you can always go back to them and edit them and fix them and make them better for you. Um, Nothing is going to be 100% perfect. There's no such thing. And unfortunately in Virgo energy that that tends to happen. Also, if you have been working on Virgoing themes, have you worked on imposter syndrome within this energy? Because with perfectionism comes imposter syndrome and of course, all the self-doubt tends to lend itself hand in hand with perfectionism. A lot of times people who have perfectionistic issues, they tend to feel a sense of lack. There tends to be a bit of insecurity and there tends to be this thing where, you know, you feel like something is not, never perfect, never right. And you could be having imposter syndrome as a result which is preventing you from going after that job or whatever it is that you desire in your life because you're not feeling as though you're good enough. You're feeling as though you're going to fail. You're feeling as though you're going to be found out to be a fraud, which those things are not true because if you have the skills and talents for it and you have the background for it, there's no way you are those things. There would be no way you're going to be found out to be an imposter or a fraud because you have all the skills and the background and the years put in with this talent of yours. So definitely try to cut yourself some slack. It's easier said than done in this energy. It's just interesting like sometimes when you look at this type of energy there's a lot of talented people out there that are hiding themselves and afraid to put themselves out there because they're afraid of what others are going to think or coming off as if they couldn't possibly know these things and meanwhile there are a lot of untalented people putting stuff out there in the world and winning and that should be you instead so hopefully you guys are able to work through some of those difficulties work through some of the good stuff as well and make this a time to pat yourself on the back for all the hard work you've put in during these last six months. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunation. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe and also share because it does help this channel grow. Also, if you'd like to support the hard work of this channel, you can do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So yeah, there is definitely some interesting things going on at the time of this lunation. There are some softer energies, but there are some harder energies. The full moons itself have been kind of hard the last two full moons at least. That Leo full moon was hard and obviously this one here has some harder elements to it. The chart ruler is Mercury, Jupiter, and Neptune because Jupiter and Neptune rule Pisces. Jupiter is the ancient ruler and I always look at ancient rulers and Neptune is the modern ruler and we have Mercury which rules Virgo but is not in the best condition because Mercury happens to be in Pisces and so we have Mercury in its sign of detriment. Now that's not to say that if you have Mercury in Pisces that you don't function well because a lot of people who have these signs in detriment end up being some of the most successful people. But in transit, it's a little bit different. And so, you know, we do have some of the lower vibrational qualities that come out more within this sign when it's in Mercury. So there can be a bit of distortions that you definitely want to be aware of when it comes down to communication during this time. Again, I mean, the solitude energy that was high on the graph and the edginess that was high on the graph, 
a lot of that relates to our communication and, you know, just with some of the alignments that the chart rulers are taking, it could create a bit of triggery energy during the time of this lunation. So try to do your best to soothe your emotions the best way you can and try to let certain things roll off your back. And if something doesn't seem right, don't go forward with it. Especially with this moon being in a sesquiquadrate to Venus and Uranus and also opposing Jupiter, you want to make sure you're not taking some unhealthy risks that may not pay off and pan out the way you want, especially when it comes down to love and finances with Venus being here. You want to make sure you're not acting impulsively. You want to make sure you're not acting recklessly. Sometimes in this type of energy, we can feel an urgency to act and it may not go the way we want. So you just want to make sure you're not making some unnecessary changes or any kind of upheaval in those areas that you may not be happy with later. And with this moon being in an opposition to Neptune, again, we could feel a little bit more psychic than normal, but we might be picking up on some lower energies that we're not comfortable with. We could be picking up on some negative energies we're not comfortable with. So try to practice some sort of spiritual hygiene if you can. Emotionally, this is going to be a day where you feel off and moody because of some of the energies that are going on. And in a lot of ways, somewhat clouded. There is definitely a lot of fog for this lunation and for it being a Virgo full moon. We've got more distortion than normal. So don't try not to make any big decisions during this lunation until you feel clear, until you don't feel impulsive with all the Uranus stuff and Jupiter stuff that was going on with Venus. Just try your best to just wait for the right moment to make any decisions or to act on anything. Going back to the chart rulers, Jupiter and Neptune, they are in good condition for the most part. I mean, they are getting some hits from this moon, but for the most part, luckily, they have a lot of dignity. So they're at least bringing a little bit of harmony to the air. With Mercury being the depositor and the chart ruler for this moon, again, it's taking some hits and it's in an uncomfortable position. It is going to be semi-square to Pluto, so it can bring out some things that we weren't ready to hear. It could cause arguments in communication. It can cause power struggles in communication as well, or people are over-talking you or trying to dominate the conversation. So again, it's not the most comfortable of energies. There is a grand earth trying going on from the North Node, the Moon, and Pluto. So hopefully that brings a bit of stability into the air and grounds some of the energy and brings some sort of practicality to this lunation because it is not a very grounded lunation. Even it, even though it's in Virgo, it's not the most grounded. So hopefully this helps balance some things out and helps you kind of just gain some traction back if, you, if you've been thrown off course by any of the transits that were occurring during this lunation. So yeah, this is definitely an interesting full moon in Virgo for sure and I hope you all have the best full moon ever. Later guys!